Welcome back, my friends, to the D-Rate the Hate podcast. I am your host, Wilk of Wilksworld.com, and I am so incredibly grateful that you are taking the time to join me for another powerful DTH episode. Friends, at the D-Rate the Hate podcast, it's all about bettering the world one attitude at a time. See, we did not create the hate, but with your help, we can derate the hate. That all starts with gratitude and personal accountability. We cannot control everything that happens to us in life, but we can control how we react to it. How we act, how we react, no matter what happens to us, how we react to it makes the difference. Friends, there is only one good thing about a bad attitude, and that is that we have the ability as individuals to change it. Here on the DTH Podcast, we strive to bring you great guests and provide tools to do just that. Please be sure to share it with your friends. Subscribe if you haven't done so. Ratings and feedback are always greatly appreciated. And with that, let's get to this week's episode. Friends, sometimes the prize is the experience itself. Now, this short episode is probably better geared as a DTH quick shot, but I think it's a very important and timely lesson based on something that happened with me this past weekend, and uh, I hope you'll enjoy it too. An important little life lesson. I hope you'll find the value in it that I did when I was thinking about it. The Boston Marathon started in 1897. That's when it was run for the first time, starting with just 15 people. 125 years later, it's still going on, and it is the world's largest marathon, averaging about 30,000 registrants every year, both professional and amateur. The reason that I bring this up is because, obviously, not everybody can win the Boston Marathon, or any event for that matter. As far as the Boston Marathon is concerned, women were not even allowed to run it until the late 60s, so... There's only been 60, what is that, 50-some, 60-some women that have have actually won in the women's class and 125 men who have won the Boston Marathon over its 125-year history. So with that being said, there are people who run this thing year after year after year. Why do they do it? They know that there is a very, very small chance almost minuscule chance that they will be the one that comes in first. Yet they train day in and day out, year after year, to run the Boston Marathon. Why? Why do they do it? Why does anybody do anything unless they think that they've got a better-than-average chance of winning? Because, my friends, it's, as I said before, sometimes the experience itself is the prize. It's not the trophy, it's not the ribbon, it's not that cash money check, it's just the fact that you got out there and got to do it. You went out there and you did something that you loved. Now why do I bring this up this week? Well, that's going to be a little bit different story, but I'll start off by saying, growing up as an athlete, I was no athlete. I was horrible at sports. I was not physically gifted in almost any way. I tried almost every sport that was out there. But I didn't have the right athletic ability. I didn't have the drive. I didn't have the coordination. I was just a horrible athlete. You know, as I I got a little bit older, into my teens, I had some moderate success at boxing. But that was even poor at best, quite honestly. And uh, tried bull riding. Never got a buckle, but got a bunch of broken bones. And I had a blast doing all of it. And I very seldom won at anything but I enjoyed it. 
and I can say that I did it. And I, it really brought an appreciation for things, even though, like I said, I probably could have been better. I just didn't have the drive and didn't put forth the effort to do what it took to be a winner at almost any sport. So this comes to mind, and I bring it to you this week for this reason. I recently competed in a pulled pork barbecue contest, one of my passions these days, one of the things that I really love to do, and I've really loved to cook for a very long period of of my adult life. I've I've been doing it for a long time. But one of the things I really like to do is I, I like smoking food. I like smoking Pulled pork, ribs, briskets. I, I love doing it all. I built my own smoker. I built this this huge smoker on a trailer out of, out of some propane tanks and an old boat trailer. And it's, it's something that I really have a lot of fun with. I won't say I'm great at it, but it's something that I have a lot of fun with. I have some passion for it. And in the life that I live today, extracurricular activities that I really do just for fun are very, very limited. I mean, between my regular career, my podcast, the work I do with my friends over at Braver Angels, and all the other things that I've got my hands into, I mean, I'm spending over 100 hours a week, week in and week out, doing stuff that, in many cases, just seems like a lot of work. Obviously, all that stuff is incredibly important to me, or I wouldn't do it, but nonetheless, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of commitment. So when I get an opportunity to enter a pulled pork competition once a year, I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it. And this year was pretty special. I I actually brought in my nephew who hadn't done anything like that before, and he had an absolute blast. So we had a great time together this past weekend, and unfortunately, we didn't win. We put forth an incredible effort. We put out some great food. We had an awful lot of people choose us as their people's choice. So several dozen people thought we should have won the competition, but we didn't win. And that's okay. It's okay because we did our best. We put forth some great food. We had a great time doing it. A lot of bonding. Just a lot of fun this weekend. Now, I bring this up because somebody said or somebody that we know made the comment to my wife, well, did he win? They didn't show up, but they asked, did he win? My wife said, no. Well, hopefully he's done messing around with that then. And and I don't know that that's the exact wording, and that's fine. And I don't even know that the intended purpose of their statement was the way that it came across. But the point that I make is, if I was only going there to win... Now, winning would be incredibly nice. It would be a very nice bonus to get one of them checks and one of them little plaques and and whatever. That would be great. But if I was only going to win, I would have missed out on, because I've been there a number of years now, and I haven't won yet. But I would miss out on the experience. I would miss out on that fun. I would have missed out on the shenanigans with the guys that I hang out with one time a year at this particular event that I never see because we never cross paths anywhere else. And then, of course, my wife shows up the second day and she's part of the the second day's events. and, And it's just it's turned into something that I really, really enjoy. And whether I win or not, the experience itself is my prize. 
And the fact that, like I said, several people picked us as their people's choice. So in their eyes, we were the winner. And in my eyes, I'm a winner just for getting the opportunity to do it each year and spend some time with my family and my friends. And it's not something I'm going to give up anytime soon. And who knows, maybe someday I'll get lucky and win that title. But until then, I'll just keep on putting out a good product that I feel good about and enjoying the time away from all my other real-life responsibilities. So I hope you got something out of this. It's something that was on my mind. It's definitely something that I wanted to share because I think it's an incredibly important topic. And uh, with that said, please be sure to get out there. It doesn't matter if you win or not. Just get out there and try. Have a little fun. Life is about having fun. Life is about happiness. If it makes you happy, get out there and do it. Because happiness itself is surely a prize that far too many people seem to be lacking these days. Now, before I wrap this one up, I just want to encourage everybody to step back and check out episodes 120 and 121, my conversation with my friend Dr. Francis Collins, where we are discussing our Truth and Trust Project, part of the Braver Angels Initiative, Everybody who's listened to me for very long knows I've been very critical of the government's response to the pandemic. But just think about those people who had to make some of those decisions. There's an awful lot of anger out there right now based on, obviously, the government's response to the pandemic, the vaccines, the lockdowns, and maybe a lot of that's justified. But in order to get past it, in order to build that trust, again, between public health officials and us individual citizens, we have to have the conversations. And I've been lucky enough to have those conversations with Dr. Francis Collins, with Dr. Jerome Adams, and with so many other public health officials. So please take a little time to check out those conversations and and just see what it's like to have a non-contentious conversation about a contentious topic. And maybe we together can be part of the solution rather than being just another person trying to drive that wedge of hate and negativity in between people of differing opinions. Again, I'm so incredibly grateful that you've taken the time to join me for this episode, and I hope you got something out of this little life tip. Friends, if there's anything in this episode that provided exceptional value to you, please make sure to hit that share button. Share it with your friends, share it far and wide. And of course, if you haven't done so already, Be sure to subscribe right from our website so you can get the Derate the Hate podcast sent to your email inbox every week. So this is Wilk wrapping up for the week saying get out there. Be kind to one another. Be grateful for everything that you've got. And remember, it's up to you to make each and every day the day that you want it to be. If there is something that you would like to share with me, you can catch me on most social media platforms or you can email me directly, wilk at wilksworld.com. With that, my friends, I am going to back on out of here, and we will catch you next week. Take care.